everybody, and welcome to Speaking of Sustainability, the show where we introduce you to the leaders and change agents making a difference in the sustainability space. I'm your host, Colleen Felicki. After starting my composting business in 2017, I quickly realized that our communities are looking for more ways to be sustainable in their daily lives and to support eco-friendly businesses. I'm so excited to introduce you to some sustainable superheroes as we all look to make our planet a better place for years to come. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Speaking of Sustainability. I'm Colleen Felicki, your host, and I'm super excited for our first episode. And thank you for listening. I think you'll find our guest uh, extremely dynamic and um, she has some great things to talk about today. So before we, uh, before I introduced our guest, I'd love to share with you a fun fact about um, hot water faucet that le that's leaking. Um, a hot water faucet that leaks one drop per second can add up to 165 gallons a month. Wow, which is a lot of wasted water and a lot of wasted money. So if you have any faucets that are leaking, check them, have them fixed, so you're not wasting that much water. And without further ado, I would like to introduce you to our guest today. I'm super excited to introduce you to Kelly Stain. She's a realtor and sales manager with Philly Living Team, Keller Williams, as well as a home consultant with Kelly's Healthy Homes. She's also a, a wife, a mom, and a sustainability advocate. And in 2017, she obtained her green designation through National Association of Realtors. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here today. I'm super excited to learn more about what you do. Uh, I know we've um, been friends for a while and uh, you're uh, composting with, with Back to Earth. Yes. And so I know that you're uh, also a sustainability advocate. Um, well, tell us, I guess, tell us a little bit about you, um, where, you know, where you live and um, uh, where you're from and your family. Sure. So I am in King of Prussia in Montgomery County, outside Philadelphia. Um, here with my husband, our two daughters who just had a birthdays last week. They're five and three. And our dog, Philip, who we don't know what he is. We just call him a black dog. People and people ask. Um, I'm from here. I've been in the Philadelphia area. I moved from Virginia to here in high school. And so I've been here about 22 years. So this is home to me, this area. Wonderful. Um, how long have you been uh, a realtor? So my journey there is I graduated college um, and then I got I always wanted to be a realtor ever since I could remember. So um, but I went to college. I didn't go out. I, I didn't become a realtor immediately. Went to college. After that, I got into the industry. So I did title insurance for a year. And then in 2007, I got my license um, and sold new construction until 2010, I got into resale. So I've had my license since 2007, mm -hmm. been doing the resale realtor work since 2010. Okay. And so uh, what did you study in college? Business management. Okay. So that, that's a nice uh, way to kind of get introduced to um, 
being in the real estate industry, the background, and then also the title, the title uh, world. Yeah, title was like a really good stepping stone that you didn't realize as a, you know, a 22 year old. Um, mm-hmm. that meant, but it was a really good stepping stone. And even so the new construction was a really good stepping stone too, because you got into sales, we were able to market and, um, just learn a lot about, you know, mortgages, working with, sure. agent, I mean, buyer agents, negotiations, all that stuff. So it was really good. That's great. That's great experience. If, if being a former real estate agent myself, I could see how the, you know, the title work would, and also the new construction would be really beneficial. Um, and so I, I saw that you received your uh, green designation in 2017. What made you decide to uh, go that route? Yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. Um, it was brand. It must have been a year or two that it, that designation was out. Um, and you know that I've always been passionate about um, sustainability. I guess even back then, you didn't really know so much that it was sustainability. It was just more like. I felt like I was just like a conscious consumer, just trying to recycle and do the best I could. Um, and then this designation came out, which was really good because it goes more into how houses are built, ways to make them more efficient, things you can do that houses are already built um, or new construction. Like mm-hmm. they do touch on passive houses and things like that, um, which we don't see a lot in our area. But I just saw this opportunity that it came up and it aligned with my own passion. So I'm like, oh, great. Now I can learn more about how to make houses efficient um, and healthy. Sure. And share that with my clients. And then they also provide resources and a network of other agents that are in the same um, designation. So we all we actually started um, connecting all green, not all of us, but anyone's mm-hmm. welcome. That green designation designated agents we meet once a month via Zoom. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's very um, enlightening to see what people are doing around the around the country, yeah. and share you know resources, referrals, and and yep. things like that. Oh, I really like that a lot. Um, are you finding um, like specific sustainable features that your clients are like looking for? Have things changed from like when you first got your designation till now? Like, what are people looking for in a sustainable home? Well, more so I'm seeing more I've with solar. So in 2017, I don't, there wasn't a lot of houses with solar on them. Just this year, I sold two houses with buyers that had solar. So it was helpful for me on, on the buy side to educate them of how it could mm-hmm. really be helpful. Um, even so we have now in our MLS, we have um, criteria that we can list like green features in a house, which we do. Oh, that's great. Have, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, a lot of times people don't know it's really helpful more for like new construction that has um, building from scratch and has those R factors and insulation mm-hmm. and things. But a reseller house that has them now can certainly help market their house that way. That wasn't there back then. Um, oh, that's great. What would you say like the percentage of buyers that are looking for like a green home or sustainable home right now? It's very small in our area. I mean, and I think, every buyer is looking for an efficient home. So they're mm-hmm. not even thinking that in that way. They just want to be like, okay, let's, I don't sure. want to have crazy bills. So they're trying to avoid maybe oil right now or other avenues. So everyone wants an efficient home. Um, okay. So that's, that's a, that's a given. So the more we can give that education and on the seller side to share utility bills and be upfront about that's really helpful. 
Right. For sure. I was going to ask you that. Do they ask for the bills? Oh yeah. I would say more so now than ever buyers ask for to see estimated utility bills. Right. Uh, are there certain areas in, in like our specific, you know, Philadelphia area that have say more solar, like solar roofs or um, sustainable features or is it? No, I wouldn't say there's any like specific neighbor or neighborhood or area that's more so you'll just see like pockets and sometimes mm -hmm. you'll see pockets of like because you'll see your neighbor does it so you're you're curious and you might do it like with, especially with solar you might see a neighborhood sure. that has a decent amount um I mean granted you have to the light like you have to be situated right for solar mm -hmm. anyway um but no I this is why I wish more worse this is why I'm trying to like be proactive and tell people that it, they need to this yeah. is something buyers want whether they know it or not um, that's great. Do you, um, do people come to you specifically because they know that you have the green designation? No. Well, I've had a couple over the years. Yes. Okay. Um, it doesn't happen too often. I've had some sellers that have reached out because they have their house that was built pretty efficiently or they mm -hmm. have solar. Um, but not as much in our area that I'd want. So I feel like it's still kind of very new. It's very green in our yeah. area <laughs> that this is a thing. Yeah. So let's yeah. help spread the word that this is a thing people want. I'm glad that you're on here so that we can do just that. Definitely, you know, spread the word that this is available and um, you can help folks find homes like this. Uh, what would you say is the most requested sustainable feature for new home buyers? Most requested is efficient mechanicals um newer mechanicals so they know that they're efficient if they mm -hmm. have the energy star or energy okay. savings um some are looking for solar not so often that's a very that's kind of a hit or miss if people really want it or not and they're still learning about it sure um so yeah sustainable would be more like the efficient the mechanicals to make sure that they're not paying so much for their monthly bills about it uh, yeah so let me, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about Kelly's Healthy Homes. Okay. Um, I know there's so many areas in our lives where we can become more sustainable. Um, what are some sustainable habits at your house? Oh, well, we compost. Thanks to you. Um, my biggest thing is I just don't buy things. <laughs> so I try to consume less. If I don't need it, it's not in my house. Yeah. Um, whether that's toys or whatever it may be, decor, furniture, food, like anything. I don't want to waste food. So we like don't go, we go grocery shopping. My husband laughs, but if I'm out, I might just stop at the store because I know we don't have, we, we don't stock up on stuff because mm -hmm. I don't want it to go bad. Um, in here. Yeah. And I probably, and I, I want to actually do this as a, a one of my blog posts is like my, I try to buy secondhand as much as possible too. Mm -hmm. So if I am buying something, I will search secondhand before I buy it new. Um, that's great. Yeah. So whether that's furniture, clothes, whatever it is. Sure. That's great. That's, uh, you know, a great thing to do for your house and great advice for our listeners as well, our viewers. Um, what would you say for you, like, was the easiest sustainable swap? Ooh, well, I feel like it's easy to compost whether you do it yourself or, or have, use a service um 
And that's a good question. Probably like bar soap. Like that's mm -hmm. an easy swap. Like I haven't bought a container of soap in a long time or reuse like refillable things. Um, I do all, not all, I would probably 80% of my cleaning products is like DIY. So I make them my own. Um, that's nice. pretty easy for like your everyday cleaning. That's so easy to just make that your own. What do you, well, it's like, uh, how do you make it? So like, say if you were um, using something to clean your kitchen, what would you use to make the product? Uh, generally it's just water, alcohol, um, well, I think our other one's not alcohol. I think my bathroom has alcohol. My regular is just vinegar and like essential oils and water. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice, easy, simple. Use the same container over and over again, right? Yeah. What, what's your favorite D DIY cleaning product, would you say? Mm, probably that because it's just – I love my like just my – and I can't think of the – I'll think of the in ingredients right now, but just the everyday shower cleaner. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that just helps with cleaning less and it's easy. Is that the same thing that you add into that product? Or? Yeah, I think I add alcohol to that one and I use a um, tree tea oil. Okay. Um, yeah. Smells good. Yeah. And I use peppermint, peppermints in that one and tree tea oil. Smells good. Use it after the shower and wipe it down. Easy peasy. Good stuff. Yeah. If you do it each time, right? You don't have to spend a lot of time scrubbing the shower. Yeah. So um, so as far as um, Kelly's Healthy Home, tell me a little bit about that. How are you um, helping the, you know, homeowners become healthier at home? Yeah. So I've kind of divided it to what people are looking for into like three different categories of creating a healthy home. So how to create your indoor air quality, keeping that as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and one of those would be like DIY cleaning products. Like, so a lot of those cleaning products have, um, I'm choking, <laughs> have a lot of, um, chemicals. Have some water. <laughs> yeah, I have some, but, okay. um, so how to improve, um, indoor air quality, that even includes like asbestos, mold, radon, things like that. You want, don't want those in your home. The mm -hmm. other bucket is if someone's more interested in saving money. So the efficiency aspect of it, um, which could be adding insulation to your home. You're looking at your mechanicals, your appliances, um, and then just daily tips, what you should be doing, like turning off your lights, um, uncharging things if you're not using them. So like talking about those yeah. things that really do pay off. And then the third bucket is more design aspects and ways to like what, what you bring into your home for design and make you feel happy and healthy at home. Right. Um, but choosing the right products for them. Got it. Do you um, offer mm -hmm. like a tip sheet or do you have something that you give uh, your clients at closing or do you offer workshops <laughs> or you spread the word about, how they can find out about these things. <clears throat> I am starting workshops. So I'm going to be doing webinars, like an online platform and then having a booklet too. Nice. Yeah. So I do just a consultation, like an hour or two hour, depending on what their needs are. And mm -hmm. then we figure out a plan together. How to oh, that's that. great. I didn't, I didn't realize that you did that. So yeah. that's good to know. And I think um, 
our viewers and listeners can go ahead and check out Kelly at Kelly's Healthy Home, which is on Instagram. She has uh, great DIY ideas there. So definitely go check that out so you can um, follow along with her and make your house uh, more sustainable and healthy. Um, I have one more question for you. Okay. And that is like, if you had um, something that you want to share or, you know, kind of like a call to action, how can folks um, get in touch with you? You know, what are the most important things you want to share? With sure. Our yeah, I think. Sorry. Sorry. It's going off. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I think the easiest way to get in touch with me for the Kelly's Healthy Home is my Instagram. So Kelly's okay. Healthy Home on Instagram. Um, or you can just call me um, 484-343-2406. Fantastic. Um, we're going to jump right now into the breakdown where we discuss and crush a common misnomer about the sustainability space. So uh, today we're going to ask Kelly um, how your everyday habits can have a huge impact. Well, Every little thing you do or purchase has power, right? So you're you're creating um, a demand if you're purchasing them um, or a habit. So um, simple things you can do that you think about like every day of turning off a light, not not turning on your water when you're brushing your teeth, um, uh, walking to somewhere instead of driving or drive, riding your bike somewhere instead of driving, um, not buying that tchotchke or whatever, that thing that you saw on target, things that you don't need, those all have impacts. Um, so is that kind of what you're thinking about? Of Absolutely. Just the little things that we can do every day that we can, that add up if more right. of us, if more of us do them. Right. Yeah. Um, same with like a great thing that I think people don't think about with composting. Like one of benefit is you're not wasting trash bags. Like you're not throwing it in the trash. You're not making your trash smell. And people often throw out their trash because their trash mm -hmm. bag smells. But if they're not doing that, that saves some, another trash bag. But sure. just like the little things that you don't, um, that you take for granted. If you just stop and think before you do them, you might choose to do something differently. That's fantastic. That's great advice. Um, any last words that you want to share? Uh, no, I love if you follow me, if you have any questions about your home or even if it's just a room, a lot of times people start with a room. That's how I started with my nursery of like how to make it non-toxic, how to make it healthy and happy. Um, just reach out to me and we'll have a, a chat and see um, how I can help you make your space really comfortable and efficient. Um, yep. Kelly, um, Kelly's healthy home on Instagram would be the best way too. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Kelly, for being here today. I'm so glad that you're able to share what you do with our community. I think that it's so important. There's so many ways that we can participate in being more sustainable. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Yeah. And thank you for watching and listening. Um, I just invite you all to come back and listen monthly to our episodes where you can learn about, you know, local sustainable uh, change makers who are, you know, making a difference and find out how you can participate. There's lots of ways. Thanks again. 
Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of Speaking of Sustainability. Please follow and support our guests as we encourage you to continue doing your part to make a difference in our global community. And don't forget to rate, like, and share. See you next time. Oh, 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 o